0: v smith author of the process thank you for joining me today for a new message in my series of the process you know if you've uh, missed the acronyms or messages in this or the prior series which was the foundation the perfect storm where do we go from here why not me procrastination at time and if i only knew then what i know now they all can be heard on several streaming outlets such as pandora iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, and others. Do me a favor. Please search for Mark Smith, The Process, to revisit and or listen to those messages. Well, Quite frankly, it's been an interesting few weeks in this season, or season seven of The Process, filled with so many eventful tasks at hand and even more slated before the end of 2022. But before I give a short recap, Here is the moment I'm going to encourage you to write down the global mission statement for Season 7 if you've not already written it down from a prior message. Are you ready? Here we go. Time is free, but it's priceless. You can't own it, but you can use it. You can't keep it, but you can spend it. So once you lose it, you'll never get the 86,400 seconds back. Wow! 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 In my journey, I've chronicled on time, and it has been a has been mentioned that although it is free, it still comes with a price that many truly aren't ready for. Something else that is consistent is the fact that we don't really own anything in life, as it's leased to all of us for a period of time for us to use. With that being understood and accepted. It gives one the opportunity to decide not only how we spend the allotted time, but who we spend that time with. Recently, my wife, Tasha, and I took a trip back to my hometown of Columbus, Ohio, which is always good as I get to spend time with family and sometimes some childhood friends. But on this particular trip, we decided to spend a couple of days in Cincinnati, Ohio which is about 90 minutes south of the of the Columbus area Not only did this mini vacation give me the away time to get prepared for a major speaking event But it gave us some quality time to talk about many things Now this is not to say that we don't have in-depth conversations about a wide variety of things (laughs) She's my best friend. So we communicate about everything but on this occasion I needed to really search from within to prepare to speak at the Maryland Workforce Association Conference, coincidentally, which has been a goal of mine. See, we've established a tradition every time we travel, no matter if it is by car or if it's by plane. That is, we give each other three quick kisses, one for safe arrival, one for safe, a safe journey, and the other is for safe travel to the destination that we're embarking on. So, like clockwork, We gave each other the kisses and she immediately jumped on the topic of wisdom that I've received since starting this journey of the process in 2020. Specifically, she asked if I could name the action items that gave me the strength and wisdom to move myself to the next level. How and why this became the first thing we started to talk about was undenounced to me. However, This became the backbone for my message with you today. So after a period of silence and intense thinking for me, I finally expressed to her that there was actually eight pieces of wisdom that I've learned to embrace. (laughs) Oh, I resisted most of them at one time or another in my journey, but they went like this. Number one, I had to accept that within my 86,400 seconds, that the words are powerful and they must be used wisely number two it was important for me to understand that people come and go but the right ones always stay number three if I'm truly practicing number one of Don Ruiz's four agreements always do your best then the rest th- that I need to rest in that I'm doing enough even if it doesn't feel like it number four believing that you only experience failure when you don't try number five remaining selfless in all actions random acts of kindness makes everyone feel better number six was i needed to embrace time in front of me and live for today not for tomorrow number seven is i needed to forgive myself and never look back there is nothing there for me at all and the last one of the eight steps was i need to remember overthinking kills happiness (laughs) With a huge smile on her face I knew what was coming next And since we had about Six hours of drive time To reach Columbus Her next statement was (laughs) Okay Explain each of those please (laughs) And you know what Oh yeah I was ready for that statement And replied back to her by saying Let me begin by saying Anyone Anyone can maintain these keys Just as I did If they keep the glass of their personal mirror clean. Hmm. Keep knowing that everyday experiences create perseverance. Hmm. That's our message for today. So I hope you have snacks and you're ready to join us on this drive. Let's start with the first letter in keep, which I said was the K or knowing. As a young man, I was always advised to remember that thinking and knowing are two totally different things and how important it is to keep them both straight. With only about 45 minutes into our drive, I began to elaborate to my wife on the first two of the time-tested pieces of wisdom that I learned. The first one was I had to accept That within my 86,400 seconds that the words are powerful and must be used wisely. So one of the things that my mother said to me daily before I went to school was choose your words wisely. It was embedded in my brain to think before you speak. As when you open your mouth, you tell the world who you are. Knowing that, (laughs) great advice, but being a young rebel, testing the water of that concept, was going to be imminent for me. With the look of intrigue that Tasha had on her face, I began to explain the situation that occurred when I was in junior high. <laughs> oh yes, they had junior high school when I grew up. In the eighth grade, there was a specific incident with my art teacher, Mr. Melvin Folks, who emphasized you must always define your reasoning when you make a selection. On a particular afternoon, I was asked a question surrounded by the theory of art history. Specifically, I was asked, or the class was asked, who invented the paintbrush? Do do any of you listening now know who that is? (laughs) Knowing this was a reading assignment several weeks prior, I proceeded to place my head down, thinking he would not call on me to answer that question. (laughs) Mr. Folks always addressed the students as Mr. or Ms. when calling on us in class. So knowing my time of seclusion and hiding was going to eventually expire, he looked at the back of the room and said, Mr. Smith, who was the inventor of the paintbrush? Now, in my mind, I was thinking I should have done my homework. But in thinking or guessing and not knowing, I blurted out, everyone knows that was Picasso. (laughs) <laughs> just as my mother said daily choose your words wisely the entire class laughed at my answer and mr folks gave me a one-week class detention now with tasha laughing hysterically i abruptly moved on to knowing that it was important for me to understand that people come and go but the right one always stays on let me pause on many occasions I've talked about the the importance of understanding who is in your circle and who keeps you in your personal cage. Well, taking a pause, I talked to her about all the people who I thought were real friends, like so many others. They are in your life for a season, but they all have been either gifts or lessons I've learned from something. But this was also the point where I acknowledged that I Mark had to take ownership of my choices in acquaintances, knowing that some of them were not the best individuals, but thereto knowing I wasn't either. It was at that time we looked up while driving and saw a billboard that said, the only true wisdom is knowing you know nothing. (laughs) FYI, are you curious who the inventor of the paintbrush was? I bet you are. That was Ming Tian, who was a general in the Quinn dynasty who lived around 300 B.C. Hmm. Knowing. Let's move to the to the E and keep, which I said is every day. Well, after driving for a while, it was time for a quick stop for gas as we were exiting the state of Maryland to enter the Pennsylvania Turnpike. See, I was anxious to continue to explain the further of the eight topics of wisdom that I learned over time. So the next one was, if I'm truly practicing number one of Don Ruiz's four agreements, which was always do your best, then I should be able to rest and that I'm doing enough, even if it doesn't feel like it. Many times in life, we feel as we can never do enough and sometimes feel as though we that um, this is always more or there's always more for us to do or more than we could have done This was never more evident in the information I shared in the past episodes When I professed that I was living a life and that was one in a transactional manner The attitude of what can you do for me Versus how can I assist others in their quest of growing See everyone knows that when you help others you're helping yourself for the future So the ability to not only understand that change is inevitable and growth is optional, you can only, only do your best. But the most important step was to accept that I'm doing my best with the 86,400 seconds that I've been given every day. Without haste, I moved on to the next one, which was believing that you only experience failure is when you don't try. Hmm. With a puzzled look, I was asked, when did you experience that, honey? And honestly, it didn't take long for me to talk about giving up on college. See, I had always received good grades, and school came relatively easy for me. But I wasn't ready for the freedoms that, that go on when college is presented. The professors didn't care if I showed up for class or not, if I completed an assignment or not. So after a few missed assignments, <laughs> I threw in a towel and said, just forget about this class. But years later, I had to answer for my lack of effort when attempting to transfer credits to another institution. <laughs> Boy, that still stings today. Therefore, it was taught. It taught me that every day, my everyday actions are important and should be consistent with failure, not an option. So since we were making great time, all right, truthfully, I was speeding a little. I wanted to continue this conversation over a cup of coffee and decided to stop at the first rest area we came across. As I eventually exited the highway and we walked into the concession area inside the rest stop, Tasha asked me, what about the next one? (laughs) Which was remaining selfless in all actions. Random acts of kindness makes everyone feel better see every day we have the illustrious task of interacting with individuals from all walks of life it is in those moments we have the power to leave people as i like to say bitter or better so with a cup of coffee for me and a diet coke for tasha we got back on the road with only four hours left in our drive let's move to the second e and keep which I said was experiences You know When I wrote the series If I only knew then What I know now It was predicated on the experiences We all encounter in life Both pleasant And not so pleasant But as I resumed my normal speed On the turnpike <laughs> I continued on with my explanations That she wanted to hear more about So next up Was in the one that said Embrace in, t- in the front of the time in front of you and live for today and not for tomorrow i never honestly never shied away from the chronicles of my past so part of my own maturation process was learning to slow down and enjoy what i had in front of me and honestly that was tough i did a guest interview a few days ago on a um a show that was based in london england And that very same topic came up, specifically, why was slowing down one of the most significant changes that I needed to make? The experience of this drive, in the rain now, some could deem it as being stressful, but I see it as really, truly quality time. See, there was no emails, no cell phones, just the experience of a journey in life as one. But I know my wife very well, (laughs) and knowing how her mind works, I knew a specific question was about to come as I explained my rationale. So no sooner as I introduced this topic, it came. That was, so what made you slow down? Mm -hmm. See, many people have heard me say or state that life is designed to be simplistic. And so was my answer to her. I realized that I was tired of allowing life to pass me by. And with the under, under, uh, underdetermined t- amount of time, I vowed to just focus on experiencing what was in front of me today. Quite often, I still read a poster that was given to me uh, that reads, Live today, not yesterday, not tomorrow, just today. Inhabit your moment and surely don't rent it out to tomorrow daily wow well that answer must have met her approval because she smiled and asked what's the next one <laughs> so i'm gonna get out of here with the last letters and the and keep which i said was creates perseverance so that p you know it is wonderful how time flies when you're having a good good conversation and before we knew it we were exiting the pennsylvania turnpike And only about two hours left. And then we were passing the sign that says, welcome to Ohio. I really thought long and hard about the last two. But I have been extremely passionate about the importance and the ability to forgive myself and never look back. Because there was nothing there for me. See, there have been many times in my life that I've internalized some of the errors of my ways. And even wonder why some have forgiven me for some of the things that I had done. See, I'm a man of faith. And of course, I know the Bible teaches us to forgive. But I really struggled with forgiving myself. We, as you and I listening, are and should be our very worst critics at times. I had to become comfortable in who Mark was evolving to be. It was paramount to adhere to the principles that success is not the absence of failures. It's the perseverance through failures, even in yourself. I always think about when Tasha and I first met. She once gave me a quote that read, when the past calls, don't answer. It has nothing new to say. (laughs) Eyes forward always. Finding the strength to persevere can, (laughs) well, let's face it. It is challenging. All the time. It was at that junction I tripped when I glanced over to her and reminded her of something that I've always repeated. And that's life is made up of a series of tests, trials, and great opportunities. Many are, mo- are momentary, but all take perseverance. As I finished that statement, I noticed a tear in her eye. So I moved on to the last one, which I said was, remember the overthinking Kills happiness. (laughs) You know, one of the few times I did pay attention in my sociology class in college, my professor talked about a book entitled Overthinking, the art of creating problems (laughs) that weren't even there. I remember this title because I've searched for it many times to read. However, overthinking caused unnecessary worry of things that were not in my control. I lost sleep, I didn't eat, and quite frankly, it almost caused myself to have a nervous breakdown. Had it not be, been for a glimmer of hope I was holding on onto, perseverance would not have won that battle. With just thirty minutes left of this amazing drive, I wanted to—I want to I close out a portion of our eighty-six thousand four hundred seconds with you, with a story today. This story takes place in the dusty streets of uh, India's largest cities. One day, a beggar sat on the street procuring alms and rice from passerbys. In any given day, he would usually get enough rice for a small meal and enough money to buy firewood he needed to cook the rice. At night, he slept under the moon and stars with only a few rags to keep him warm. He lived a tough existence, but he had grown accustomed to it over the years. One day, the beggar overheard that the emperor was coming to his town for a rare visit. Overcome with excitement, the beggar thought to himself, I am, sh- I am so sure that this generous emperor will see the state that I'm in and grant a generous gift. The riches of all men will bestow some sympathy and relief on me in a manner that would undoubtedly surpass the paltry givings of the regular citizens. So the beggar wanted to be seen by the emperor, so he made plans to seat himself along the route that the emperor would be traveling. The night before, the beggar went out to the street and set up his things. He was ready for the emperor. So the next day, around noon, the royal caravan approached. The beggar didn't expect any gifts from the emperor, only a small gift and maybe some recognition. So the beggar was shocked when the caravan came to to a stop right beside him with the great emperor in sight. The emperor emerged from, from his caravan and exclaimed, there he is, just the man I was hoping to see today. The emperor walked up to the beggar, reached out to shake his hand and said, tell me, kind sir you might have a, a, a little gift of rice for me. The beggar was shocked, to say the least. The emperor motioned to his bowl of rice and asked again, can you spare some grains of rice? Still in a state of shock, the beggar began to slowly push five grains of his rice into the hands of the emperor. See, he was a poor peasant with nothing to his name and the wealthiest man in the land wanted only the food that he had. The emperor, with a big smile, thanked the beggar and went his way. Confused and disappointed, the beggar watched the emperor's caravan disappear into the horizon. Later that night, the beggar was cleaning the rice, the little rice that he had left for the night's dinner. Suddenly, he noticed a shiny object in his rice bowl. He picked the shiny object out of his bowl and held it to the light. It was a gold nugget. The beggar couldn't believe his eyes The gold nugget could buy him months off the streets He quickly began to sift through the rest of the rice One, two, three, four more pieces As he stared in in utter amazement at the rice bowl It suddenly dawned on him There were a total of five gold nuggets in his bowl One gold nugget for each grain of rice that he had given the ember So at this point, I want you to ponder this. I'm sure that you've heard the more that you give, the more you receive. Well, in my experience, this is absolutely true. Sometimes it can be difficult to give, especially if and when we are in need of help ourselves. However, when we give from our heart, we often receive more than we need in return. This philosophy is as old as time. And there's a reason why it has been passed down through ages. And that's because it works. See, helping others is often the best way to help ourselves. So the next time you find yourself desperate and anxious, find someone to help. Offer your assistance for free. I bet something good will come from from your way as a result. I like to think of that beggar in this story came to the resolve that knowing that his everyday experiences Created perseverance keep yes indeed so now my question that i want to, to ask is who is it in your circle that needs your time and attention to be reminded to embrace knowing everyday experiences creates perseverance who is it that needs to believe that their current situation is not their final destination you can't help them with the text You can't help them with an email. Call them. Don't text them. Let's get personal again with our interactions and our commitment to help each other grow. See, it might be you today listening that really could benefit from listening to this message again. Whomever you share this with or as you listen again, you must always remember something that I always say is key. And that is your why is greater than your situation, which is part of your process. To my wife Tasha, thank you for an amazing ride Mom, it was good seeing you I love each of you very, very much And thank you again for your support To my mother-in-law Sarah Wilson, rest in peace To our children and grandchildren Papi and my love you and we will see you soon Every one of us have persevered And had to overcome obstacles in this marathon called life We had to keep our head high Keep our heart full of hope and keep our circle close. Had it not been for others in my life to share this with me, the outcomes of my life could have been very different. However, just like I realize, it starts with the decision to make the choice to change, embracing that change begins <laughs> and ends within to ensure we embark on the actions that remain concurrent with legacy changing actions in 2022 and beyond. God bless you, and I will speak with you soon.